This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch. This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Blue Ape. Blue Ape and gourmet recipes and all the fresh ingredients you need to make them right to your door. To see what's on the menu this week, visit BlueApron.com. Our listeners get their first two meals free. Just go to BlueApron.com slash the patch. That's BlueApron.com slash the patch. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the patch. This week, we will talk about video games. Look, Gus is back. I'm back. He said to an audio format as well. Look. (laughs) Listen. See the audio waves. Listen to the dulcet tones of Gus. (laughs) Is dulcet ever used to describe anything other than audio and sounds? Or is it only? Uh, I think it's just audio, right? I think so. Well, there's a a dulcimer, which is actually an instrument, right? Right, but that's sound. But it's also audio. But the instrument is called the dulcimer. Right, because it makes sweet sounds. Yeah, but it's... Still, it's a, the dulcimer is the creator of dulcet tones. Okay, there you Much go. Much like my voice, I'm Gus, Ashley, Ryan, and Gus. And we've already had the stupidest argument ever. We don't have to talk <laughs> any further about dulcet. What is a dulcimer? Is it like a harp? That's what I picture. Meh. Don't me. Sound, you're the one who brought it up. Ah, that doesn't mean I know anything. <laughs> What's the patch? What is, what, is the, the, out. what is the patch as a whole ever taught you? Other I, than I don't necessarily I don't need know. to know anything. <laughs> oh, you just got to start that. Oh, right. You're what? messing with it. Yeah, I was. I just noticed it was like really in front of me. Where's a good place? There we go. They're perfect. Only blocking some Ryan. Uh, I look like I'm ready to chop down a tree or something. You're looking very rugged, very manly. I'm feeling somewhat. You're needing some plaid. Yeah. Before you can chop trees, you right have here. to have plaid. I'm feeling a little inadequate. <laughs> um, don't we all? So, okay, patch video game time. So, I, I want to start off, I guess, today is the 20th anniversary of the launch of the original PlayStation. Happy birthday! Happy 20th birthday. Oh, we should have had some poppers. Next year, we'll buy you a <laughs> beer Meg's not, PlayStation. Meg's not here to give us a bunch of poppers, so... Nope, she's Did not there. she have a repository of them somewhere oh. over there? Oh, she's... Y- you yes. don't know. She's got, like, a drawer full? She's got a, she's got like a popper obsession. So, anytime there's anything, like, mildly cool, she's like, popper, Uh-oh. ding! Muriel's Uh-oh. an enabler. Have you, have you not seen the <laughs> yeah, stash Muriel helped got Muriel's her? been getting them for her. Uh-oh. I hear I one's incoming. Oh. Yay. Happy Pop- birthday. Happy birthday, PlayStation. They have to go the other way. Yay. Yay. <laughs> You're cleaning that up, Muriel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was it was pretty neat. We'll put it in the patch notes, but uh, Mashable did uh, a compilation of their 20 favorite PlayStation commercials over the past 20 years. Love it. Uh, it was neat to go back and watch them all, or you know, from the beginning of the launch of the first one. And I didn't realize that, you know, until I read up today, I didn't realize or remember that the original PlayStation launched on September 9th, 1995 in the U.S. Uh, so, and then September 9th, 1999 is when the Dreamcast came out uh, oh. four years later. So... Uh, Interesting so day what you're saying is September, that, like that's a good day, yeah. or well, that's, well, that's actually, not for the Dreamcast. That's actually my anniversary. I got married on September 9th, thinking I'll always remember it because that's the day the Dreamcast came out, and it hasn't failed me yet. <laughs> really? Uh, uh, yep. I was like, it was like September 9th, 99. Wow. That's easy. Esther, right, well, that's true. We're so yeah. sorry. Esther. You at least got the 99 thing going, but right. the the fact that you attach that to the Dreamcast launch is a little I sad. should have attached it to the play- original PlayStation in North America, apparently. Yeah, they uh, they announced a really super cool uh, limited edition original PlayStation-looking PS4. I want it. I want it so bad. We, we've got one in the house, and now I'm already being like, either how can we get rid of it, or like, what? how can I possibly justify a second one? <laughs> you get an oops it off the counter like, oh, no. I normally shy away from buying. It looks so cool. It's just it's white. A, it's, it's not gray. white. No, no, it's, it's gray. gray. It's, that, it's, it's just sort of, gray. It's that it's that gray two-tone color. Yeah. matte gray of like of the classic consoles. Tell I, me that doesn't well, like. Boy, I normally have. I got a deal for you two, uh, just for a, the low, low price of two hundred dollars uh, and some time in a painting studio. You can have one of those. Yeah, guaranteed. but it's not the official thing with the low, the old PlayStation logo on it and everything. <laughs> so I, I normally am not a sucker for like limited edition consoles once I already own them. Uh, but that one I, I really want. Yeah, that one is cool. And I guess, so they announced that they're going to be selling it, and they said that they're going to have details on how you can acquire one uh, during their keynote presentation at the PlayStation Experience this Saturday. I did hear, though, that they're going to be super limited, like 12,000 of them. And they specifically called out that there will be very few of them in North America. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The the most pathetic whimper I've ever heard. Sounded like a Shetland pony crying. (laughs) I like ponies. So I I think they... I, I forget the pricing that they announced on it. I want to say it was... $500? Dude, Gray's expensive. I'll take it. 
I'm, I'm trying to play. Really? Ryan, 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 you are such a skeptic about Look, everything. Look, it goes on the shelf. Just let us spend our money foolishly. Yeah, so okay. All right, the, fine. You get a gray PlayStation, you get a $9,000 spaceship that yeah, may yeah, crash yeah, yeah. and blow up. But then it's going to get pets. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> and pets. There you wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't blow our okay. load. We'll get to that. So the, the, the oh, there's pet news on the horizon. <laughs> Oh, you, oh you don't know. Okay, we'll get to this. In, we'll get to this next then. <laughs> <laughs> so the the twentieth anniversary of PS4 comes with the PlayStation camera, a vertical stand, and the headset uh, for four ninety nine. So that's really not any more expensive than yeah. you would normally pay like for it's that. Like it's because it's um it, they don't normally sell it with the camera, right? So it's basically adding the camera on. It's weird. It's like a connect. <laughs> it's like a connect bundle. Yeah, and I don't have Bizarre. a. Play- that, that's my excuse. I don't have a PlayStation camera yet. Oh, there you so go. Oh, you need to just buy the, the whole extra thing. So are totally I'm, justified. I'm actually going to be at the PlayStation Experience. I was really, I was really lucky. I got invited to go out there, so I'm going to be there anyway. So I'm hoping that they'll be like, "Oh, hey, if you're in the keynote crowd, you get one." You think it's like Oprah? Like, yeah. look under your chair. There's oh, one there. Yeah. They've done that at E3s before. I think uh, they did. Uh, I think Xbox. When 360? they announced the the Xbox 360 Slim, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they were like, "By the way, everyone here gets one." I was there. I was super excited. Didn't get one because I was actually working for Xbox at the time. Oh, that's so, I just, so I, d- I didn't. Did count. you make your poor Shetland pony sound? <laughs> Probably. Um, so yeah, the PlayStation Experience is, I guess, a two-day event that they're doing in Vegas this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, uh, and the gaming awards show will be that Friday night before, which I guess is that new game sh- gaming it's the one award that's show the, where like Jeff Keighley basically stole his own award show. Yeah, like um, and he they, they just announced it like a month ago. I think I think we covered it on the patch when he announced it. Possibly, uh, but Ryan's you're I'm a confused. little confused. So, what are we talking about? You know, um, Jeff Keighley, who has always hosted the um the Spike TV yeah. video game or the VGAs or VGX, I think is what it was last right. year. Well, he basically said, "No, I'm going to do my own. It's going to be called like the Video Game Awards. So it's it's or like the Game Awards. That's it. So, uh, it's, totally, so it's totally different. It's PGA. It's the exact same Suck thing. Suck it, video. And it's, wait, it's, so is board games included now? Because uh, he's brought the Game Horizons. Awards, not the Games Awards, uh, right? There's like so that they he's got like this whole super impressive list of like panelists. It's like all like people from all the different platforms and all this stuff. It's weird. There's like some bizarro categories missing. Like um, I'm sure the internet can help us out with this, but I think something like racing games. There's just no category for racing games. Or something. They're like, wow. here's all these, here are all these genre representations, uh-huh. and then we just totally forgot about these other ones. No big deal. I mean, once you play one racing game, you're really kind of played all. I mean, then there's really not. I mean, I, I wouldn't fault them if they ignore that. There's not a ton of racing games but are I, there. Sure, I'm using that racing. as an example, though. I'm not actually sure okay. that it's racing, but there was one large genre that was very left out. It's that like seemed, that platformers. Weird. <laughs> yeah, just it seemed like a weird thing to just like leave. Out I'm of being told show? via my headset that it's strategy games. Strategy, strategy. Games. okay. See now, oh now Ryan Thanks cares. Me. Wow, I mean, in Before the he's like, oh, got who cares about racing games? Wow. Oh, I mean, strategy, is, but strategy. Yeah, racing. How can yeah, how, <laughs> how can we leave Beyond Earth out of the awards? I, which I still haven't played yet, but. Then what do you so care? Genre you don't I, care I about? don't. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. You're, you're an argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just poking the bear, Ryan's man. Ryan's like the Let's... grumpy old lady <laughs> with a beard. With a beard. That's probably the reason hey, she is escaped from the circus. Some, some grumpy old ladies have beards. Mm-hmm. No judgment. Yeah. I think beards are cool. Yeah. They're actually really warm. Obviously. It's great this time of year. Yeah. Uh, so pet news, you didn't hear. Apparently not. I'm, I'm just apparently completely out of the loop on all sorts of things. Game. You've probably been like doing board. something weird like playing. But I'm actually, yeah, I've been too busy actually playing the 9,000 things that dropped so at the same time. I've been out of the country. I'm, I, I'm sidetracked. You've sidetracked me from the pet talk. I've been out of the country Success. for a couple of weeks. And... This is like the worst time to leave because the whole time I was just like, oh, I'm not playing Far Cry 4. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands came but out. But you didn't just like take a games case with you? No, because I was also on the other side of the world and I didn't want to navigate the uh, power adapter oh, situation. Oh, you didn't just take a Transformer with you? Listen, I was busy. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I had stuff to do and I was traveling a lot. <laughs> I didn't want to carry another case with me. I was... Anyway... I didn't get to play all these games that have come out. So I've been, uh, I've been, yesterday I got, I got home, super jet lagged. I was like, I'm going to start playing games. I played most of Tales from the Borderlands and then passed out. So I have a lot to catch up on. When you say most, how much of a time commitment were you talking about? I think I've done just over two hours in it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was, here, that's running what, three? Two to three. Mm-hmm. Um, I played uh, Game of Thrones last night and it was about three hours. I think was I made the a- wrong decision in playing Tales from the Borderlands first. I, I, I downloaded both of them. And I thought, I'm going to play Tales from the Borderlands first because that came out first. Then I came in today and people will not stop talking about the Game of Thrones <laughs> game. Like, and like they're trying to be considerate of spoilers, like talking, but they're still talking near my office. And in this studio, you can hear everything. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm literally walking around the studio today, covering my ears, like humming to myself, like, I can't hear you. And like, 
I feel like a lunatic. I think Jeff played through the entire thing just this morning. So I think he did it in about an hour and a half. It's not that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of been asking him what he thought as he went. Uh, he said it definitely lives up to the brutality of the series. It's very much Game of Thrones in that, like, mm-hmm. nobody's safe. Uh-huh. Like, there's – I – I um after I finished, I immediately went through – I immediately started to play it again before I realized how late it was. Uh <laughs> Because I was like, no, I can save all these people. I have. There has to be a way, some decision I can make differently, so everyone doesn't die. Even though, look, <laughs> let's be honest, this is Game of Thrones. Everyone's gonna die. <laughs> everyone, everyone will die. That's well, the way I mean, everyone dies eventually. I mean, but, but it's that it's that it's a very cool Game of Thrones thing where no one is safe. And that, uh, it's it's interesting to me to see a like you know, Telltale now has become so synonymous with that self-shading style since The Walking Dead, The Wolf Among Us, even Tales from the Borderlands. So it's interesting to see them do another game because they've, they've done a lot of games before this. Like now they're just really known for that style. It's interesting mm-hmm. to see a game that's not quite that same art style. Yeah, it this so the the art style for Game of Thrones sort of went in and out for me. There were a couple of er, times where I'd look at something and think, this looks amazing. It looks like a painting. It looks mm-hmm. really very, very cool. And then the next shot, someone's face would be lit really weird mm. and it would look... Like, like a like I guess like a sixteen bit rendering like with the right, you know, the, yeah. the lines down the face like the different yeah. radiations and just it looked bad like really bad and sometimes the background which I I feel like was rendered to kind of look watercolory mm-hmm. and impressionisty sometimes would just look like big splotches mm-hmm. that were actually moving mm-hmm. so sometimes it didn't work out other times it looked really fantastic I would yeah I've basically only experienced this game at this point visually just over Jeff's shoulder and I'm not. Super impressed with animation. It looks pretty. The bad. animation's awful. Yeah, like like watching people, especially the like girls walking in dresses. I'm like, oh, yeah. they're doing the '90s thing where the dress is actually just their bottom, and it like it's like that almost like split into uh-huh. half kind of thing. Oh, not not quite right, that right, bad, yeah. but it's very much like they don't have feet. Right. And there's a lot there's of no fight animation. Under there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fights, and it, and the animation on that is really just stiff, and there's it's not good. I mean, it's just bad animation. Uh, did you have the same problem with like The Walking Dead and the other games previously? Like, yeah. is it the change in art style that's making you call it? Because I feel like if you looked at The Walking Dead the same way, they they also move very stiffly. They are very stiff. I think the difference that's is very stiff. <laughs> it's all shoulders and elbow. Uh, in even The Walking Dead did have a lot of physical contact, but I think this one is even above and beyond for that. I mean, it's a lot of big body movements and fighting and stabbing and just constant instead of occasionally Walking Dead could break out and just shoot. And I think I hear the same thing sort of about Tales from the Borderland, that the animation carried better in Tales from the Borderland. And I suspect it's because you didn't have to get up in people's faces as mm. much. Yeah, there there is a lot of like combat and running and trying to avoid stuff uh, in, in Game mm. of Thrones. And it does look a little bit weird, but oddly enough, I feel like the animation – is thrown more into relief by the characters that you already know from the show. Because mm-hmm. one, they look kind of weird. No one else, I have no problem with anyone else. I'm like, yeah, obviously they're, you know, they're very artistic or whatever. But then I see Marjorie Tyrell and I'm like, oh, she looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and I can see that it's still in that artistic style. But because I have you know what someone real like. to yeah. compare mm-hmm. against, I just go, huh. It's not Uncanny Valley because they're not going for a realistic look. But it's sort of that same, like, unsettling effect. Yeah, it's weird to me. That um, main characters from the show are kind of well. I don't know if they're prominent, but it seems like from the trailers that they're prominent and you see them a lot. I thought maybe they would shy away from those characters specifically for that reason, so they're, you wouldn't have a baseline to compare them no, to. They're they're in it quite a lot. They're they're you know they're pretty prominent in it. Um, I will say interestingly that even though a lot of the big animation is a little bit rough, sometimes they have like the smaller animations that are really good, like really spot on, mostly in faces. So like there's one part where Cersei smirks, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, she smirked. Oh my god! Like, and we know it's very clear. Like that was like her reaction, whatever her response to like something that um, you know the character I was controlling had said. And I was like, "Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing?" I mean, it's, it was, and it was like her smirk, you know, that like mm-hmm. the quirk up the one side just a little bit, and like a, just a little twitch of the eyebrow. And I'm like, "Oh god, I'm gonna die." That's either really good. That's either really good or really bad. Cersei's gonna kill me. In the end, she kills everyone. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to play that. And that's why I started these the Telltale games before Far Cry. I figured Far Cry would be more of a time investment. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to hammer these out. And, and I don't know how many people actually care that much about the animation in those games. I mean, you go to a, a Telltale game for the story and the very intense decision makings, the more graphic novel experience, not necessarily beautifully rendered mm-hmm. CG. Yeah. So. I, yeah, like um, I had a couple of negative experiences with the control scheme because I was playing on my laptop in bed. 
and you know I didn't have a controller handy. And it's that game is very clearly made for a controller, mm-hmm. which you know I know on PC you can totally just plug a controller in, but I didn't know where it was. I was in bed. I was comfy. <laughs> so instead, I was just trying to play on that. Uh, I missed so many conversation like trees just because I couldn't navigate between the things in time. Really? Yeah, and there's a weird thing too where the game automatically on PC at least starts in windowed mode. And there's no way to change it when you just you launch into the game and it goes, oh, do you want to connect to tele account? No, but cool art of Daenerys. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's like a future tease. I hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, and so you, you have to you actually have to start a game and like go through the beginning before you can hit escape to pause and go out to a menu where you can change video options to full screen. It's, try try it's, alt enter. It's bizarrely hidden. The alt enter is a common shortcut that might do it but yeah. that's okay. still bizarre that you, sh- you shouldn't have to do that right that's yeah. bad design um but so i, Sorry, I had a, a couple of weird <laughs> issues with that but so in, like in spite of a couple of frustrations i'm absolutely playing the rest of the series because every time i made a decision i was like oh god is my house gonna fall <laughs> so like it like i that, you know that game of thrones stress that mm-hmm. I mean, again nobody's safe and you know and everyone is trying to destroy you and everything you love like i felt that stress every single conversation branch didn't, didn't we so uh, you bring up an interesting point that uh, i want to follow up on um, I noticed oh, that, that when I played Tales from the Borderlands, it did the same thing where it asked me to create or connect a Telltale account. Uh, and it, never, it had never done that previous in previous games. Didn't we have a conversation like three or four months ago here on the patch where we speculated that this was going to happen and that we, we were trying to figure out how they were going to do save file across different platforms and we, we were speculating about nice. Telltale making their own account system and tracking your progress system. right on their side of things? I'm just going to assume that we called it. I think we did. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to Twitter to tweet You're, us, hashtag the patch, and let us know if, if, if we were correct in our if prediction If you can't or find not. the evidence, manufacture it. And, and, preempt, you and preemptively, it. you're welcome, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, you didn't, you, so you said you didn't sign up for an account. I didn't. I skipped it because I was like, it, it seemed like one of those things like, oh, we'll send you promotional emails. And I've just come out of getting a whole bunch of like Black Friday spam. Mm. So I'm like, no, I don't know. No, absolutely not. I don't want an email. Amanda maybe, Lee says it later. started full screen for her, so maybe your computer's just bad. Maybe I tried it on my Razer laptop, and I tried it on my Lenovo, and it started windowed for both of them. Someone is one said Windows it was, Eight versus Windows Seven. There, one is Windows Seven, one okay. is Windows Eight, and they both had that issue. Hmm, weird. Yeah, so I don't know. It was I, I I got it full screen eventually, which was nice, but playing windowed initially definitely threw off the immersion because I was like, oh, maybe I should see what Reddit's doing. <laughs> and then and then you know the other miss out on like, all the conversations. Oh, look, this is a dulcimer. Oh, so oh, it is it's like a, a giant loop is a thing. stringed yeah. medieval it's a guitar. Stringed instrument Oops. with almost like a violin that got squeezed by a big hug around the middle. Yeah, and then okay. don't okay. all violins look like they got hugs? Well, this one has got like really squeezed, and it like it, it stretched it out along the neck. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying uh, is it looks like a peanut? Yes, it does look like a peanut with one. Sm- yeah, that's, no, a, good, that's a good way yeah. to describe it. With strings, someone strung a peanut. I'm good with words. <laughs> Um, they had to work with what they had. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the bards of old carrying around giant peanuts. <laughs> Sir, legumes for my instrument, they would say. Um, it's actually the little-known work of George Washington Carver. <laughs> you, uh, Gus, you got distracted. Well, we all got distracted from pets. Yeah. But I think Ryan needs to know about the pets. Yeah, I'm going to read this first, and then okay. we're going to talk about pets. Okay. I keep getting distracted. This we're going to get back to pets. Uh, and remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Blue Apron. Cooking and eating should be enjoyable, but if you're busy or health conscious or just don't know your way around a kitchen, it can be stressful. Ordering out is expensive and gets unhealthy fast. Cooking's a pain, too. Finding and coming up with recipes, shopping for ingredients, dealing with leftover produce that goes to waste. Forget it. You need Blue Apron to take the stress out of cooking. Here's how it works. For $9.99 per meal, they send you the right ingredients in the exact right proportions with simple recipe instructions right to your door. Meals are 500 to 700 calories per serving, way too low for how delicious they are. Blue Apron includes step-by-step instructions with pictures. It's idiot-proof. They work around your schedule and your dietary preferences. Cooking takes about half an hour, and shipping is always free. You'll make meals like blackened chili-dusted chicken with corn and tomato salsa, and tomato peach and goat cheese salad with roasted garlic bread, and more delicious meals. You'll cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness. Blue Apron, fast, fresh, and affordable. End the stress of cooking right now. Go to blueapron.com slash thepatch. Get your first two meals free. That's right. Two free meals just for going to blueapron.com slash the patch. Last time they were a sponsor, I mentioned that I had uh, tried it out and isn't, yay, it is indeed idiot proof. I made uh, three different things that were all very good and uh, way better than anything I've ever tried to cook on my own. So even if you can't cook and you're an idiot like me, you can try it. 
I see I'm the idiot now. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you could finally own that, Gus. So, pets. Pets. Wait, no, don't you want to talk about something else first? Okay, so first, Star <laughs> Citizen hit $63 million God damn, what is he going to do funding, with that much money? And they announced a $64 million stretch goal, which is... Oh, is that pets. pets? So now if they hit $64 million, you can have pets in the game. You know what I like is I like that they're still adding stretch goals. At this point, I'd be trying to figure out what to do with $63 million. You think they're like at a table like, fuck, I don't know, man. Pets? Is that yeah? That's exactly right. what pets sound like. Like uh, mm, bottom of the barrel. What do you got? Give me anything. Uh, chopsticks? No, no. Okay. Chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, add, we'll add entirely new types of cuisine. You can have a breakfast nook in your starship. Yeah, yeah. No. All right, pets. <laughs> All right, pets. <laughs> um, so yes. Yeah, so if they hit sixty-four million dollars, who knows if it's going to happen? It'll happen. What you'll, is this? You'll get pets. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going back. You to, don't need to be an oracle. It's going to happen. So my, my cynical statement stands. I think they're just now collecting money for fun. Like the, none of that is going into the game anymore. They paid for the game. It's done. They're just not going to release it until they stop getting donations. I, I really don't know how they can. Like, how do you take that much money and like make a game with it? That's so much money. How do you make is a that? game that delivers on the promise of sixty-three million dollars? You start lowering your promises. Like <laughs> so they said it'll include familiar terrestrial animals we already know and love, as well as more exotic creatures. Aliens. Alien pets. Do you so think anyone will go, <laughs> So are you going to pay an extra $300 for a space dog or to go in your spaceship? No, but I'll pay an extra $5 for a space dog. All right. See? Nickel and dime you. So I guess the goal was <laughs> added uh, to honor uh, one of the, a recently deceased dog named Paddington who appeared in the initial video, the initial pitch video. See, oh, got sad Ashley. She's gonna, right. she's gonna do her Shetland pony cry. <laughs> uh, really odd way to go about getting a feature in a video game, but sure. But I guess they wrote that you know <laughs> they're trying to justify it. But <laughs> <laughs> they wrote that uh, pets have always been an important part in science fiction, like Jones the Cat and Alien and Battlestar Galactica's Daggett. Who was Daggett? Daggett was a I robot monkey or something that was back in the original Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. That yeah. was that's like my, the little boy's friend. Yeah. No, it was, it was like an animatronic teddy bear kind of thing. That sounds creepy. It was super creepy. Yeah. No, it was... Yeah, Did it at any point try and stuff you into a suit? Constantly. It just was all <laughs> the time. Every time it cut back to the robot, it was stuffing somebody into something. <laughs> You knew they'd say, dag it. Well, <laughs> uh, well then, no, then you have the arms on the head, dag it. And then the credits. Doo -doo. Yeah. Uh, oh, 70s. Oh, dag it. It was 80s, right? No. No, it was uh, 70s, I think. 70s? Okay. Yeah. I, uh, oh, 70s. <laughs> when I was in Australia, I met uh, some of the actors from the Battlestar Galactica reboot. Which ones? I met the guy who played Leah Dama and the guy who played Hilo. Oh, Cool. What have they done since? <laughs> I mean, so I know that the guy, the, guy, the guy that did Hilo was in Dollhouse. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And then, like, that's that's all I know. They have names, people. I don't uh, know what they yeah, are. They're Leo, they have names. Leo and Adama Jr. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Enough about that. Back to video games. Um, so... Uh, I, I missed this. I, I, like I said, I've been I've been out for a while, but uh, I, you know, I guess uh, yes. Limbo is coming out on the Xbox One this week. I'm confused about that because I got like a message weeks ago right, saying, this, "Here, have Limbo." And is, Bernie's been playing it. He's like, he tried to go through and do that, you know, 100 percent it again because I guess he did the like the first time. This is why I'm confused. So apparently, so, a couple of weeks ago, they sent out emails to people who bought the xbox one during the first year it was out and they gave them different rewards mm -hmm. for depending on mysterious criteria so Here. some people got like wallpapers for their xbox one some people got limbo yeah, i think well, i got limbo we got, I, we got how the, did you find out did you get an email no they sent you a message on xbox live yes it's game message it's okay. not here it's a xbox live message so, Not to your email, but it would be in your inbox. Oh, okay. All right, so um, everyone better go ahead and just check your Xbox Live messages. Because remember, remember they, they expire after like a month. So they? Just gonna, never, like, I never check them. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they just like auto-delete after like a month. So if you don't check them, you could just like lose the code and oh, I just never get it. Shit. You better go do it. Uh, yeah. But I think Limbo was for everyone who was logged in on, an, on Xbox Live on an Xbox One like day one. That's like their day one thing. I think oh. there were some extra things for people who were in the uh, beta program as well. Anybody okay. that, that signed up. Oh, like the, like the dashboard preview Yeah, stuff? the dashboard preview. I think I, I think I thought I had a list of this stuff. I did my research. I swear. I just got to find it. Well, that doesn't sound like it. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I, had a, I had a full list of stuff that... Uh, of like the different kinds of perks? They gave away. Optional yeah. stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, all digital stuff, but the weird thing about Limbo is, I guess, like, so they, they, it doesn't actually say it in the message, like, here, play it before anyone else gets it. It just, they send you a message going, free game, and I go, oh, I didn't know Limbo was out. That's great. Yeah. And apparently it comes out December 5th. Cool, okay. Uh, And I guess on the same day. I guess I better play it and get achievements before everyone can, except for the millions of people who probably logged into an Xbox on day one. And the same day, uh, Threes comes out as well, which was that old iOS game. Oh, my God. That was a predecessor to 2048. Don't tell, don't tell Bernie. (laughs) I know he was obsessed with threes. He's the one who got me to buy threes. I have no idea what you're talking He's about. Really game so it's, like, uh, it's like that web game where you combine like twos two and like fours. Numbers. Oh and yeah, yeah. Threes yeah. is the same game that was made before 2048 that 2048 ripped off. Oh, all right. And then, then became way more well done. Yeah, you are. Like, probably because it's got like a higher number, and people are like, "Look how high I got." <laughs> but threes, like, they make cuter noises. They make super cute noises in threes. That's the the only thing that when like Bernie was playing it for hours at a time, I'd be okay with it because every now and again they'd go, hey. <laughs> yeah. Or, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. If you never played it on iOS, like our good friend Ryan here, you'll have your chance to play it on the Xbox Android, One. Android, baby. That's <laughs> um, how I roll. So, I guess it was announced today that Target in Australia decided to pull Grand Theft Auto V off the shelves in Australia. Due to like a, like a petition from moms or something like that? Like, right. a, like a change.org petition. This is, is this the first time a change.org petition may ever have worked? Well, the thing it I worked don't get in Australia. Is, they're still selling, I assume, other violent video games and other violent movies. Yep. Why is it this right. one game they decide to pull off? And let me tell you, I was when I was out of the town, I, I was in Australia most of the past two weeks. There are fucking ads for that game everywhere oh like, yeah i was blown away like rockstar goes hard there like they do yeah. like the every every single bus stop every is gonna bus, have like every billboard. every train every billboard everywhere and yeah, they, uh, they go hard hey australia is an extreme place and they need an extreme game <laughs> rockstar is ready pr- to provide apparently they need an extreme retailer as well to well, sell that target, game i mean uh, they didn't got the fortitude. There's a couple of things kind of- to point out, though, too, though, is that Target is very different in Australia, whereas here we're used to thinking of it as like, you know, it's big, open, it's airy. Every time I went into a Target in Australia, it was like like down the escalators, like into a basement with everything like super cramped together. It was like where – it was it was like where department stores go to die. Well, I mean, isn't like uh, – it's, it's something so ridiculous. It's like 85% of that – Continent is uninhabited. They I don't have any space. higher than that. Just eighty-five percent. Ninety percent, ninety-five percent is uninhabited. Yeah, they don't have room like, for a big a, target. I think it's like ninety-eight or ninety-nine percent. <laughs> yeah, there's a, like you look at that and it's like, look, coast, little ribbons around the coast, and then there's nothing. I'd live on the water too, not for the sharks. So the, sharks the, the nice. an even weirder thing about this is that the day before they decided to pull it off the shelves, they had issued a statement saying they were going to continue selling it. Oops. Then. The next day, they're like, oh, no, never mind. It's gone. Thank you. So I don't know what the hell's going on down yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, the consumer petitions, whatever, they're saying in their statement that it's, like, due to violence against women. And, but it's really just because a bunch of moms and or super hyper-conservative people were like, no, it's a murder simulator, and you're unethical for carrying it. So I mean, that's, the only, that's the only you, you reason you getting rid of it. You can be just as violent against men in that, in that yeah, game. Absolutely in you fact, can. Yeah, you have to be. In fact, the, like you're violent against more guys in it. So yeah. it's, a, it's look, I mean, weird. It is a, 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 but it, the, like, the reason they gave is not legitimate. It's literally like people got mad at us, and they might boycott us, and it's the holiday season, and it's really important for us, to, for people to shop, so we're just not going to sell this. I mean, it's late enough in the game. They probably they probably looked at it and said, "Well, I mean, they're not wrong. It's a hyper violent game." They probably looked at it and said, "Yeah, we probably made as much money off of this as we're going to." Not uh, necessarily. Not GTA. GTA yeah. is one of those games that has a really, the, really long tail, and a lot of people are buying it now. The re-release for current gen consoles just came out, and this is the holiday season when people would theoretically be buying it to give it as Christmas gifts. Right. It's true. It, honestly, like probably all those angry consumers saw all those bus ads and all the train ads and went. This is an outrage. Well, I mean, let me, let me read you the fr- – oh, shit. Let me, I had the petition right here. Let me read you the first line okay. of the uh, petition. This is going to be good. It's a game that encourages players to murder women for entertainment. It's a game that can that encourages players to murder everyone Yeah, let's not be specific, all right? They're really breaking it's, it down. I murdered a cat in the first 12 seconds I was in GTA what? online. The, the incentive well, is, not online. The, the incentive is to commit sexual violence against women. <laughs> then abuse or kill them. 
to proceed or get health points. So apparently you get health in GTA 5 by, by abusing killing and killing women. I don't nope. think that's true at all. No, I don't no think sorry, right. Not people, women. <laughs> which, is, which is a totally different thing. So I don't know. I'm, it's that extra X chromosome. That's where the health is. That's the gooey center that rejuvenates <laughs> it, men. It's like uh, drinking alcohol, those jugs with the three X's. That's the best. But if you can't get that, you settle for the two X's. Go for the double, yeah. Right. That's or what, since you're in Australia, you get 4X. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I drank a 4X while I was down there. It's awful. It was like a shittier version of Coors Light. Be very careful about insulting the Australian's beer. I think everyone will tell you that 4X is pretty bad, though. Yeah. Just for, be really careful about other ones. Is it like Vegemite where they just come at you like, you must experience how terrible this is? Like, if we have to, you have to. <laughs> this is the shit we have to live with. We live in a world with no GTA 5 and this. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Uh, well, we live in a world where one reseller won't give us GTA 5. Yeah, yeah. which all the other retailers are probably just like, okay, cool. all right. you, can, you can come right over here. We'll sell it. I'm sure there's a JB Hi-Fi right around the corner yeah. that'll uh, be or willing a, to sell or, it. Or a Dick Smith. I guarantee you that this is the epitome of cynicism talking, that someone was like, ah, oh, shit, we couldn't get them anyway. Oh, this will look really good. Yeah. Uh, man, we're just totally pulling those from the shelves. You're welcome, everyone. Um, yeah, that's bullshit. Anyway, in stuff that's not bullshit news, the Hearthstone expansion comes out next week, December 8th. Uh Goblins versus gnomes. Super excited about that. I feel like you all. I feel like I suck the energy out of you guys every time I talk about Hearthstone. No, but it's a really man. good game. You should play goblins it. versus things. Whatever. I, <laughs> Short people fighting. Let's talk. What I you downloaded got? it Short. once. <laughs> <laughs> so there's these goblins, see, and they're green, and there's these gnomes, and they've got crazy hair. Dude, it's Christmas season. That's like elf uh, warfare. That's it's great. Eve. Elf versus the Grinch. <laughs> elf versus elf. Um, yeah, really excited about that. I guess it's like 120 new cards and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, is there, are they re- going to release it in segments like the? Was the last expansion they did the, the Curse, Curse of, of Nexramus, where it was like five? It was like a five different it ones, right? Like you got the first room free or something if you downloaded it, like within a certain time, yeah. and then the rest were like you bought them. Did you buy them room by room? Uh, yeah, you wing by wing, wing by wing. I'm so yes. sorry. The first wing was wing free if you purchased wing. it in the first month. Appropriate terminology is uh, very important. Come on. It's- Everyone knows the next Ramus. Anyway, um, no, this is all this is all at once. It's well, okay, so you you know you're super hyped about all this World of Warcraft uh, card gaming, but have you gotten back into World of Warcraft Prime? I've played a bit. So now by, that the, the, even a bit, uh, not a ton. Not a, not have, did I you have buy not, a character? No. Okay, I have not maxed out my level yet in the new expansion. Okay, but uh, I'm working on. It. I've been gone. I'm, there's so many, a, games, to right. there's so many games to play. so many games to play. There is a lot to play. See, I'm what playing. Have I you been playing? I, I, it's like I got back into heroin, but just a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I managed it. I learned. I can, I can control it this time. I'm on top of it's it. It's fine. I don't so take you, a spoon with me everywhere. You've been playing the Telltale Wait, games. Anything else? Is heroin yeah, the spoon I, thing? I think so. Uh, sure. Why not? I don't know. Uh, the Telltale game's going to play. It's probably in GTA, whatever it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, yeah. You, you kill yeah, women with heroin. And then you drink their delicious health to get your health back up. Um. Yeah, that's about that's about it. Right okay. You've, you've and got, then I've got to and then, yeah. And then I'm going to get hopefully I'll play Unity after that. So you're going to go you, to Unity. Did after. you see the uh, Assassin's so. Creed leak? Yes. So uh, I, I get Kotaku posted a report that like they'd seen a seven minute proof of concept demo for the next Assassin's Creed, which is in Victorian London, and Co- uh, named Victory. Named Victory. Victory. Or, at the very least, at the very least, codenamed Victory. Remember the remember Assassin's Creed Rogue was codenamed Comet. So it doesn't necessarily mean that. That's <laughs> was it what Unity it codenamed Unity? Yes, I'm just saying <laughs> well, that, that well, it could you be. Can only pull yeah. that it once. could be, but it couldn't. Like it also isn't necessarily what the final name is okay. going to be. Uh, and Ubisoft is pissed. They, yeah, they really. They, they sent they really out like a statement. statement. Everyone being like, they sent it to everyone but Kotaku. Basically, be like, we're really disappointed. It's unfortunate, it <laughs> you know, when, you know... It is always like unfortunate when dis- internal assets not go. intended for public consumption are leaked. And while we certainly welcome anticipation for all of our upcoming titles, we're disappointed for our fans and our development team that this conceptual asset is now public. Well, see, I, I t- I'll tell you why. And they, I'm glad they released this statement. Because if I owned Unity and Unity was still broken, I'd be... Okay, first of all, uh, Unity is still broken. Here's is. here's why. is because it gives people the the very um, legitimate impression that Ubisoft is just going to shrug off their broken game and try and make money on the next right. one. Which, right. is, which is which was the the in um in the comments on our news update about it. That was the major response mm-hmm. is fuck Ubisoft. How could they do this? This you know Unity is not working yet, and they just want to take my money on this next game. Right, it makes it seem like they're not doing everything possible to address right. the issues, which. 
they are. It seems like they're working. Yeah, the, the, a couple the of final line in that and... statement was very much like, we're still committed to doing this. This is a completely separate dev team. They've been working on it for years. It's a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. We're still committed to fixing Unity, which, thank you guys. And, you know, for they already said for Unity that um, their first paid DLC is going to be free instead, which is cool. That's and, nice. I yeah, mean, it's not, it's like, it's like make up for your it, game's but... broken, but a free DLC. And I believe they said, like, to, to expand a little further on something you mentioned, that Victory is being developed by Ubisoft Quebec, whereas... In the past, Assassin's Creed games have been developed in Montreal. Yeah, so or a, sometimes Toronto or... Yeah, so it's, it's, this is like the first time doing a full uh, Assassin's Creed game for the Quebec studio. Yeah, well, that's cool. Possibly. So, well, okay, let's let's actually address the if that is a true thing, which it sounds like it is. Victorian. So they, they basically came you, out and they were like, yes, yeah. like, you know, that, that statement further down, it's yeah. like, yeah, they basically were like, yeah, this is our next game. So do do you care? Are you interested in Victorian? I mean, after sure. I guess revolutionary added, France and well, I mean, revolutionary I'm, America. Sorry, I, keep I mean, I guess they um they added a well, first of all, Jack the Ripper. All right, cool, cool stuff. Um, second, a they're adding he shows like up a, a lot. right. <laughs> uh, second, um, they, they're adding a like a grappling hook sort of thing, uh-huh. so that you can like theoretically like swing over crowds and stuff like that. So you can like swing down <laughs> on your target and then like or like swing away. Someone put it very well. They're like, it's basically like the Victorian Spider-Man. <laughs> so is it steampunky? I mean, probably not. It's supposed to be Aww. historical, right? Yeah, if you yeah. want steampunk, you've got the Order 1886, That's which is asked. coming out soon, right? In February, I believe. Yeah, or, you know, go play Dishonored, or mm. which is, you know, not technically London, but, you know, it's ish. Yeah. I will say, the, have you, I don't know if you saw the pictures. I think someone, there was a news article on Joystick about it, but uh, the guy that was taking photos of pictures of France and into real life. France oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing how well they'd matched it, which uh, I went to France a few years ago for a visit, and... Uh, it was really weird finally going and walking around in an environment that I actually knew what it looked like as a person. Uh, so it was kind of neat, like watching, walking around Notre Dame and like, oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty close. Someone uh, did something similar with Daisy uh-huh. where they took like a thing in Daisy, but then they sort of and they, like recreated a picture and did that like holding up thing. But the picture is just like recreated like a pre-zombie apocalypse version. There's like a happy family like <laughs> jumping in the house that they're just moving into. Was really Daisy. I want to talk about that. Where is really? information? There's, are we going to talk about how they the raised price? Use? What, you mean the what have they, I been doing? That they raised price before the Steam sale so that they could drop it again to the same price and be on sale? Which Clever. is shitty. So they released a roadmap. Bohemia has released At a, this point, a roadmap really? for DayZ. The, well, it's said, good to know that they have one. Is, is the final version... Wh- when will when will the final version oh. of DayZ launch, Ryan? Uh, okay. This is a game that's been on early access for how long? Like a year now? It, yeah, since um, well, last December. So long before that, so. too, that Correct. It's, it's hard to get a real... Okay, I'm going to say Q3 2015. The final version will launch in the first half of 2016. Wow. <laughs> they will have a beta in the fourth quarter of 2015. What, if we ever, <laughs> what, is, the, what is existing right now in the world? So the yeah. that's that's Daisy it's Fuck alpha. You edition. I mean, it's like the the developer did at least when it released on early access say like uh-huh. if you don't want a buggy, broken ass, super early alpha game, don't buy this. He did say that. I'll give him that. And everyone right. was like, bought it anyway. And they were like, why is it broken? So, but the, the, the that's co- kind of crazy. The game's going to continue to be thirty dollars, like you said during the the sale. Then it'll go to thirty five dollars. Then when the beta comes out at the end of next year, it'll raise to forty four. <laughs> then when the final version comes out in the first half of twenty sixteen, it'll be fifty. So, so they want you to buy it now. That's kind of what Minecraft did, right? By the time this game is out, we'll already be talking about how shitty Star Wars Episode Seven is. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I'm sure it's gonna be great. I'm just saying, like well, we all right. had high expectations in the past. It's all right. I'm a little worried. We can we right, can pull that statement out. Gus we, is dead. We can talk about how shitty the game version of Star Wars go. is gonna be because those always fail to impress. I've just been hurt before. Well, cause okay. That, oh, because the um um the. Battlefront game is supposed to be out. Oh, then. that's right. Oh, shit. That'll be out. Yeah. That's so far in the future. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine that. And we'll go buy it in our flying cars. It'll be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll be playing on the PlayStation 6. <laughs> that's a really long time away, considering. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess they're probably working with a small team and they're being very ambitious, but at some point, like at some point, you got to put a game out, right? No, apparently not. That's what I've learned from the new way that, that the game industry does work is you can release a game that's not really done 
and make profit on it and then stop. So they even have like a, a list of features that they're going to add broken down by, uh, by quarter. All so right. if you want to watch, didn't, I'm not going to list them all. There's a yeah. lot. Didn't so, they also say something about the beta being pushed back because they're working on the console versions? Oh, right. And that's the other thing. The beta was originally supposed to launch by the end of 2014. So now the beta is coming out end of 2015. Like they pushed the beta a whole Yeah, like because they're year. working on console versions too. All right. Sure, whatever. Ryan looks pleased. People will care, I'm sure. Somebody will be like, oh, I remember when we used to play this game. You know game. what's weird, though? We say that, but remember when they when they uh, released it standalone on early access ages and ages and ages and ages and ages after, and it, everyone thought, I don't know, is it going to be a thing? Do, do people still care about Daisy? I don't really think they do. And then it went on to be a huge success, at least from a you know financial yeah. pre-sales perspective. So people do still care. I don't know if they do anymore. Like, there's a certain threshold where, in, depending on what is on the roadmap, maybe they've talked about what they're going to expand. Uh, but that game had a really finite end. Like, there was no good, if you're talking about, like, an MMO, it had no end game. Mm. Like, there was no high-level activity. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that Rocket has identified and said that, you know, that's what, that's a key area that they need to focus on. But and, he's and also out. leaving. Yes, but, I mean, <laughs> he is speaking, he is, you know, helping to create the roadmap and... Uh, He's going to be like, all right, do these Look, things, vision of it. peace out. He's still involved as long as the project needs him. That's what he said. That, that is what he said. And the project still needs him, so he can't leave. Wow. Right, so. It's become like a horror show, like, I can't leave. The project still needs <laughs> they, me. They, it's they, like a zombie. Kind of like it shows my blood. <laughs> it's slow and shambling, and you can't stop it. He's like, why won't it end? <laughs> just, just, it's like, <laughs> just like his game. Just like his game. All right. In other zombie-related news, uh, the uh, apparently the Dead Island 2 beta is going to have a 30-day exclusivity period on PlayStation 4. So, that's cool. Did Dead Island 1 have a really strong multiplayer component? It had uh, four-player co-op, right? I believe so. I wasn't a big fan of the first Dead Island game. I have never played any of the Dead Island games. Yeah, all I know is that trailer was like... <gasps> uh. I like the Dead yeah. Island 2 trailer. Oh, I loved E3. that. That was yeah. great. The uh, the one with the runner. Yeah. That was a great trailer. Yeah. I felt like the first game... That won't get me to play I, it, I had... Like, there was a lot of... I felt vertical tearing. The graphics weren't that great. Yeah. And I wasn't a fan of how quickly your weapons degraded and having to constantly repair them. That's uh, a, I've heard no one speak well of that game, really, ever. I mean, it got a sequel very quickly. Weirdly, still excited for the sequel. Where you, I don't know why. You? Well, there's a lot of games that from a technical standpoint, do a lot better the second time around. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, Assassin's Creed was one of those. Assassin's Creed 1 was like, I could see where this, like, was going. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite get there. But then 2 is a lot of people's favorite in the entire series. Hmm. Partially, well, though, let's, just like, just be honest, so, like, Ezio was great. <laughs> he was a great character. So I'm sure that he helped carry a lot of it. But from a technical standpoint, the second one was a lot stronger than the first. Maybe we'll learn and that, that Joggerman is, is a really good character and that he's going to lead us to a new fun game. Nah. <laughs> or at least a healthier heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let me read this other thing. Uh, remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by Hulu Plus. Right now, Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like How to Get Away with Murder, Once Upon a Time, and South Park. And Hulu Plus has all of the past season episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, American Horror Story, Key and Peele, Parks and Recreation, and more. Hulu Plus works in your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, Wii, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. With Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream as much as you want, whenever you want. Binge watch all the shows you're behind on or discover a new one. For only $7.99 a month, watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Uh, but you get a two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. Two weeks is better than one. Two is greater than one. So be sure to go to Hulu Plus. Count. Yeah. Two, go to HuluPlus.com slash patch to get the extra free week and they know we sent you. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch. Get your extended free trial today. It's right there on the screen. Do what the screen tells you. Uh, do what we tell you. Uh, or the audio if you're listening. You yeah. didn't see the screen. Or the audio. So I might need a little explanation here. Again. Okay. I, like I keep saying, okay. I'm, I'm, I've been out of the we'll loop for a little can. while. We'll we help. get it. Yeah. So We're now you, you can stream gameplay via Steam? Yeah, yeah. That happened yesterday. And you, can, oh, you can't watch the streams in browser. You only watch the streams in Steam client? No, no, no. You can watch their... Um, it supports Chrome and it supports Apple's Safari? browser. Safari? Apple. Oh, so good, uh, no, good wait, browsers. Wait, hold on. Apple... Watch it on an Apple. An no. actual Apple. 
anyway, it's, there's, two, there's, two browsers, there's two browsers. There's two browsers that are supported, and as well Arsenic. as the um, as well as the Steam client. But you can only stream from within the Windows Seven and Eight Steam clients for now. Okay, and uh, people can just like people who are on your friends list can just like click on you and say like watch game. Yeah, so you have to like it's it's they launched it as a beta yesterday. It was it was a nice surprise. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, the um, the sales ended, but streaming's here, so that's cool. Uh, so you just go, you have to go in your settings and like opt into the beta stuff, and then it'll update the client, and then anytime uh, you can go into your settings and say whether you want friends to be able to ask to watch. Whether friends can automatically watch you, whether anyone can watch you. Mm. And um, if you have it set so that anyone can watch you, then it also shows up in the community hub for the games. So you could go to like a game page and there's like a new broadcast tab and you mm. can look at all the people that are streaming it. Interesting. So um, it is cool that it doesn't take any sort of third party software or anything like that to do. Are there any video card restrictions or requirements that you guys know of or is it just like anything not, goes? Not that I know of. I think, you know, probably more than anything it's going to be more dependent on people's internet speeds. Mm-hmm. No, the reason I ask is like I know yeah. even shadow play within the NVIDIA ecosystem works on a select series of cards. Yeah, know. no, right. it, it probably does help greatly to have one of those NVIDIA cards that'll do shadow play because that basically can retask the uh, encoding properties of the graphics card to do that while it's still using the GPU's main functionality to do the rendering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I imagine that any sort of lower NPC is still going to have a really tough time, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. But um, what people uh, people are saying that, it, first of all, that a lot of people said it worked really great, that they, they were able to watch their friends, and it was a really cool thing, and it was also a good way to check out games they were considering getting, because they could just like, go to the game page, go straight over to the broadcast, and like check out. Mm-hmm. people's actual gameplay experiences but some other people were saying that they like if they weren't on great internet it was awful well yeah get better internet sure <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah just get better internet come on so yeah google fiber is rolling out in Austin, i know finally. it's not coming to my house finally nothing comes to my house south yeah. and southeast Austin. it's funny i'm not sure i care now i mean i'm happy that it's coming i'm very happy that it's coming but uh we also just got the i think the at&t gigabit mm-hmm. that they put out specifically to try to compete with yeah. Google, so it's like we got like out of like we got our yay healthy healthy competition serves the consumers benefit like we're set. I had that. I miss it. Uh, I had to yeah. move. Remember? Yeah, there's so many people that moved out of the range of it. Uh, yeah. Jack was just complaining about the same thing because he moved recently and now his new house doesn't get it, but the old one did. Yeah, so I'm back to Time Warner for now. <laughs> oh my God, Gus, you didn't tell us. We could have been smug so much. <laughs> I told you. It's been, I've told you been, repeatedly. Well, no, we knew that you, you moved. You didn't listen. We knew that you moved. I'm not sure I knew that you like had crappy internet now. I mean, God, I would have lorded this over your head so many times. I, I kept it inside. I know. Last night, I downloaded Game of Thrones so fast. Well, I did too. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that big. You, got, you, got, you, you, did, got, you, you didn't move back to dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like a two-gig file. Let's, let's be serious here. Yeah. Does, it, does it go like... I have to go like crank the front of the cable modem. And you got to get it to go. It's, like, it's an old jalopy. <laughs> coming out of it. It's rattling. Uh, By the way, the greatest discovery of my young uh, internet days was how to mute the uh, the modem sound. Wait, what? Yeah. You it's an M0 flag. Yeah, you add the, that to the command line, and then it would turn off that sound. I never found yeah. that. It's yeah, eight, that way you don't wake up the parents when you're on the right, computer. Right, that was way my too big, late. That was my big thing. then the phone number. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's one of the first – I think – God, there were no search engines back then. One of the first things I tried to find, like, via bulletin boards was a full list of, like, modem commands and flags uh-huh. you could pass. I need a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. Um, so one of the things I could potentially download with my shitty internet is the Fortnite Alpha, which is a thing, finally, nice after all of these transition. years. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a pro at this. I don't know if you know that. So uh, Epic announced the Fortnite Alpha is available and uh, they showed off. They had a new video showing off some of the stuff. I love the graphic style of this game. So very Team Fortress. Two. I like I like games that are sort of cartoony and exaggerated. One because mm-hmm. they age very well. True. And two because they're just kind of fun and colorful. And I'm so over the that. Remember we we had that stretch of brown games right, that went yeah. on for several mm-hmm. years. Kind and even though we're over that, real. I'm still fatigued from it. So I'm still super happy about. The, color we also things. had the bloom phase. Oh my God. Of war. Hello, Oblivion. Yeah. Currently, we're in the wall run phase where people just run on the walls all the time. True. So I'm they really move out I'm, of graphics and into I'm movement. I'm totally happy with that, though. Sunset Overdrive, awesome. Yeah, have you gotten the you got the DLC, right? Yeah, that was another message that I got from Xbox Live that was just like, oh, here's a bunch of extra stuff. By the way, message? we're going to have I DLC. I didn't get that one. Huh? I was sad. Sucker. Um, so, Fortnite, for people who don't know, yeah. is a, it seems like a sort of 
tower defense fight zombie games where people work together to build fortresses and defend them against undead hordes. Yeah, so you have the day to you have the day to prepare your fortress and then you defend it during the night. And I believe it has Correct. like crafting and resource gathering and all that kind of stuff where you Correct. run around and, and gather things from your environment to be able to build up the fort. Yeah, yeah, it sounds really cool. It sounds really ambitious. It's definitely something that's new for this epic, right? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely like after Gears of War, it's nice to see them do something that seems slightly more, you know, whimsical and, you know, fast paced yeah. sort of that way. One of the cool things I think about the way they're handling this alpha is, you know, they're sending invites to people. And if you get an invite, you also receive two invites you can send to friends. Oh. So if they want to encourage you to play with your friends. Man, I need one of those so I can be like, all right. What you gonna do? I got two. I got two of these for my favorite people. How are you gonna become them? Does that branch though? So that if you use your invite, like say you get an invite and you give me an invite, do I now get two invites? I don't think so. I don't know for a fact. Can we give it to everyone on Earth if we just try hard enough? That's kind of how that works if it's branching. Yeah, viral. Let's start a pyramid scheme. In the Ryan sense. just discovered viral. We're all in trouble. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I'm, uh, I have not received an invite yet, but I'm hoping I do soon. No, wait, I'm not because I have too many games to play. Well, maybe you haven't checked your messages, Gus. Fuck, maybe I might you have got one. it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my messages. Um, so, okay. 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 Totally, unre- totally unrelated to some. This is not as good of a segue. Did you see that freak amiibo that someone sold on eBay of the, Samus? With the Samus with the double barrels? Yes. So, uh, you know, I guess, of course, Samus is supposed to have one arm gun cannon thing. But someone, I guess there was a defective amiibo that had two cannons, and someone bought it. You say it. defective, I say awesome. Right? I say upgraded. It's great for that person. <laughs> they sold it for 2500 bucks on eBay. Wow. What? Yeah. Does she fight better in the regular one? What? What's well, an like, amiibo? Well, it's like a little... An amiibo, so... Oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. Okay, okay. Uh, oh. th- that'd be interesting. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm sure it's the same. Someone the needs same to one. level her up. Those amiibos are cool. I've been seeing them in stores, and uh, I just, I just want to buy all of them. I might finally no there it is there's the uh, double double barrel, barrel. i love it i might finally get excited so about them because i think i'm gonna buy a wii u this week because well, uh, you don't have much use for amiibos without the wii u well that's why yeah. i said i'm finally gonna get excited about okay. it learn listen um <laughs> and the reason i want to buy it is captain toad treasure tracker comes out this friday is it just me or does it feel hey, it a lot like spot. does it feel a lot like captain toad treasure tracker as cute as it is is like nintendo's fez Oh, totally. I get, yeah, I totally get that vibe. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, you know, it's that sort of rotating around the environments. It's Fez, but with Toad. Right? Look also, at also got a super cute. Look how cute it is. Yeah. I, That's so cute. It's one of the games, as dumb as it is, it's one of the games I was really excited about after E3, so I'm glad it's finally coming out. <laughs> this It comes out this, this Friday, right? This is the game that's going to make me buy a Wii U, I think. Well, let's hope that uh, it goes a little bit better than their other flagship title right now and doesn't brick your uh, Wii U. So it turns out that um, uh, that's not just a Smash Brothers thing. So uh, for those who um, aren't aware, there, a lot of people who've been playing Smash Brothers have been getting, um, when they go, they quit the game, it's fine, but the next time they turn the console on, it says something about a memory error, and then like can't play the game, don't format your console because that just bricks it, and you have to actually send it back to Nintendo in order to fix the issue. Which it's not necessarily a very common issue either. No, it's not, it it's not terribly common. common. It's not like prevalent, but you know, several people have popped up like on different forums, various communities having had this issue and trying different solutions that haven't worked. It turns out that that's happened with other games as well. It just seems to happen a bit more with Smash. Maybe it pushes the hardware a bit further. More people and... are just playing it more intensely for longer. Yeah, could be. also uh-huh. that. Like, there's definitely probably more people... Definitely, probably. Definitely, uh, <laughs> probably. 90% of the time, it works all the time. Make, uh, playing Smash more than any of the uh-huh. other games. Although, I'd be a little bit surprised because I thought Mario Kart would have had a fair bump. But um, So I guess it's not just Smash. It just seems to have exacerbated the issue mm-hmm. or, or brought it to light. Yeah. Well, well, there was a, a similar thing back when Dead Rising came out on the 360. People oh, claimed yeah. that it was so hardware intensive that it's what started Red Ringing uh 360s. Well, I um I red ringed two 360s in one day on, on Oblivion. Mm. Like yeah, the, the day Oblivion came out, I red ringed them both. You're apparently dangerous to technology. We already talked about this, where you and cameras don't get along. So maybe you just need to. It's these woolen over things <laughs> that you wear, static and electricity. I don't know if you know this. The, you don't or electronics. like my ratty old lady sweaters. That's that. Well, you you're like electro. You're zapping things when you touch them. <laughs> maybe, but 
I I stand by it being Oblivion's fault. <laughs> and I, I think that I think that Red Ringed a lot of consoles because it was um, that came out what like four months after the 360 and was one of the first games that really pushed it mm-hmm. or attempted to with all that bloom, <laughs> all that horse armor. <laughs> well, there's something we maybe, know you bought it. I loved the horse armor. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I mean, it also I mean there may be a conjunction of things where it's not only is it a more intensive game but it's also age of hardware at this point where that console's been around for long enough that it might start to kind of show its age. Maybe. I mean, which for electronics can be really short or really long. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know what conditions people are using those electronics yeah. in, like how impacted their intake vents are with fur and Now, did dust. they take the disc out and try blowing into the console? Because that used to work great with Nintendo. <laughs> I think it's been a few years since that worked. <laughs> I, I could be mistaken, but I think it's been a few years. Yeah. Nintendo is traditionally pretty good about having hardware that can stand up to kids. Did, did they try taking the disc out and putting it in and then taking it out and putting it in? I had to do it three times. With the, it's out, in, out, in, out, in. <laughs> And then you turn it on and then it was good. I think it's been a while. I used to do the thing where I would put it in and then you could like slide the cartridge a little bit. Oh, yeah, like, like a little bit. Like right. Give it the wiggle. Yeah. Give it the wiggle. That, would, that worked a lot too. Yeah, it was, it's a weird – that's one of those weird cultural phenomenons, the whole like blow into it and it turns out that that didn't fix it. It was like the spit or something that like helped mm. make connections or – basically it was bad for it because it also got like a whole bunch of bacteria and gross stuff in. So that's why like my a, cartridges were all green. That's why it lives forever. <laughs> <laughs> you cultured it. It's preservatives. <laughs> so the um, the I Am Bread early access launch is today. That's what is that? The new game made by the people who made Surgeon Simulator. You play oh, no. a piece of yeah, bread looks trying to toast itself. Why? Why because not? It's, I mean, it's trying it's to achieve like its final a, form. Is it trying to go to like a tanning salon? You kind of almost yeah, – it should. Uh, it's almost sort of like a Katamari thing where you kind of get stuck to stuff. And then there's also very elements of uh, Octodad. Oh, yeah. and it, you're, it, I see that. Instead see of it. health, you have an edibility meter <laughs> that goes down as you get dirtier and grosser. Mm, it's a it's going to be an interesting game. I'm, I'm I'm curious to see it. I, I I feel like over the past year or two, we've had an explosion in these – quirky very niche games goat simulator right goat simulator even surgeon simulator and all of these you know i feel like it was almost i don't want to say it was started by but like the first first big one is quap is the one i think of uh, when i think of those kinds of games but it's almost like game jam that game jam environment has really kind of started to take over how people create games on the internet now it's put a get a concept together a really high concept game throw it out there early access or just out there as a downloadable demo and then it gets this cult following then you just Spruce it up a little bit and sell it. Mm-hmm. It's great though because it gives people who have these really off the wall ideas finally have a forum to try and put it out there, and, and maybe sometimes it sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe like bread, just like bread. Yeah. Just like bread. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see all these different I'm kinds of quirky to see games other come out. Play it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to make Gavin play it and throw have the exactly. bread fall in water. <laughs> oh, God. we all knew that was coming. Make uh, sure you have a camera on him too. Oh no, one. we will. In, and Lots of cameras. <laughs> oh, right. Before we uh, move on, I do want to uh, talk real quick about the uh, Game Kids channel we just launched. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, mainly right now it's it's Caleb and Trevor, one of our new hires that are uh, are kind of managing the channel. But it's going to be three days a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And uh, I think Monday is the Ramses. Yeah, mon- Monday is Sims Sisters. Right. So right, currently Sims Sisters, which is uh, Millie and uh, her nanny Chelsea, I believe, Uh Doing the Sims, and then Wednesday is going to be a mismatch of Bernie and uh, uh, Bernie, JD. Uh, like Bernie, JD, and Teddy, and yeah. then um, also Matt and Milton Webb. Right, and then Friday is going to be Bro Gaming, which is Caleb and his brother doing uh, some stuff, and it's all going to be family friendly. It's really, it's going to be a different direction, really, for RT content because yeah. it's something that kids can watch yeah, and so hope that they don't find the other content. Right, well, it's self-contained. It's its own channel. It's not in any of our That's right. Stuff. We walled it off. Right. Yeah, it's nice. It's a lot of fun. I know that, like, Bernie and the boys really like doing those together. Mm-hmm. They have fun, you know, playing them, and um, JD's like, super excited to do, like, crazy, like, weird tutorials for all uh-huh. kinds of stuff. They already, they modded FTL together, and I think they're going to do a run-through with it, mm-hmm. um, possibly. And just, like, it's it's nice to see them... Like, all, like, enjoying that together. Yeah, I think up right now is there's six videos, I believe, six or seven, and four of them are things from the past that we've probably already seen, but two of them are new content, and the rest of it's going to be new content, I think, from here on out. Yeah, yeah so um, you can subscribe to that channel, and it's uh, youtube.com slash GameKids. Game Be nice in the comments, otherwise. 
Yeah. yeah it's we, funny don't, we, we, don't, we don't put up with anything in there. That uh, Jeff has had that idea for since before I was hired. That was one of the things when I was hired, he was talking about getting GameKit started, and it's taken till now for it to actually launch. But uh, he, uh, he'd he been thinking about that for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's exciting to finally have it out there. Uh-huh. Now we just got to fill it with content. Yeah. Uh, Three so times a week. We're really short on time. Get those kids working on it. A couple of things I want to mention. Um, this week's Did You Know Gaming, or this latest Did You Know Gaming is all about Jet Set Radio. Which is one of my favorite Dreamcast and uh, uh, original Xbox games. So if you've never played it, or even if you did play it, you should check it out. It's a it's an old game. It was a ton of fun about rollerblading and uh, doing wall art and graffiti, fighting yeah, the, the man. This was one of the games that a, a lot of people compared Sunset Overdrive's uh, design and traversal to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, it was a great game, and uh, there's sadly there's no plans for any sequels. But there were there were two of them. It was uh, Jet. Grind Radio and Jet Set Radio Future in the U.S. I thought, um, yeah, I thought that one of them got renamed for it was Jet Set Radio in Japan and Jet Grind Radio in North America, okay. and then the sequel was Jet Set Radio Future. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's that's uh, that's it. We're out of time. So okay. uh, I want to thank everyone for watching. We'll be back. What's today? I'm, I'm jet lagged. We'll be back <laughs> today. Uh, is tomorrow Tuesday. is an episode of On the Spot. Uh, it's we, not though. It's Wednesday. We got the Know It All. We got uh, RT Podcast. We got screenplay then we got the patch again next week we got a ton of stuff busy come by make sure you watch it all and uh game kids watch it we'll talk to you guys again soon happy patch